All right, my friends, we are back with another episode. And this week, we're going to talk about five ways to improve your metabolism. I feel like metabolism is one of those like hot topics on social media right now. And there's so much misinformation out there. I'm pretty sure at this point on the internet, there's more misinformation out there than there is truth. I think it's ridiculous, but we're going to dive into some actual ways that you can improve your metabolism. And no, there's no like quick fix gimmicky supplements or anything like that. So let's first talk about like what is your metabolism? We're going to dive right in. Metabolism is the whole sum of reactions that occur throughout your body within each cell and provide your body with energy. So this is the process in which your body gets and utilizes energy. Now, we like to think of the metabolism like broken down. You've got basal metabolic rate. So this is the amount of calories that you actually utilize throughout the day without doing anything, without exercising, without moving without walking, anything like that. That's your basal metabolic rate. And then you have your thermic effect of feeding or food, which is how many calories you actually burn breaking down food throughout the day. And then you have eat, which is exercise activity thermogenesis. So that's how many calories you burn when you exercise. You do some form of intentional training, whether that's going for a run, it's resistance training, swimming, some kind of true intentional exercise activity. And some walking does fall under this category. So keep that in mind. And then there's NEAT. So this is non-exercise activity thermogenesis. A lot of people think of steps when they think of NEAT, which does kind of count unless you're going on like an intentional walk and it's a very purposeful walk. That would technically fall under exercise activity because it's an intentional training session to a point. Your non-exercise activity, that's like all the fidgeting that you do throughout the day. That's me talking with my hands right now. That's the energy that I use to stand up instead of sitting at my desk. It's walking from my car to the grocery store. There's a lot of things that make up your non-exercise activity, but it is not intentional exercise. It is all the movement that you do throughout the day. So those are the things that actually kind of make up your metabolism. And we like to think of it as, I heard somebody describe it once as like a pie. Okay, you've got different slices of the pie. Your basal metabolic rate is the biggest. And then you've got your NEAT and then your thermic effect of food and your exercise activity. Okay, so those are different slices of the pie. You've got four slices. Ultimately, you want that pie to be bigger or as big as possible because the bigger it is, the more calories that you're going to burn throughout the day. So just affecting those things is going to improve your metabolism. So basal metabolic rate, you can improve this by increasing muscle mass. Your thermic effect of feeding, you can technically influence this by eating more protein. Your exercise activity thermogenesis, the more muscle you have, the more you're going to get out of these bouts of exercise. And then your non-exercise activity, getting in more steps and movement throughout the day, standing instead of sitting at your desk, basic stuff like that. But we're going to actually dive into some actionable things that you can do to actually improve your metabolism. So the first thing is make sure you're eating enough food. In order to keep your metabolism functioning optimally, you need fuel. Think of it as like stoking a fire, okay? You need to continuously add in wood or fuel or it's going to burn out. I'm not saying your metabolism is just going to like fry out and stop or anything like that. But people that participate in frequent bouts of dieting are going to experience 
more changes and more down regulation of their metabolism. So make sure that you're eating enough food and you're not chronically under eating. Like I find many women are intentionally or not. The second thing, get enough protein. So this will improve your metabolic rate because it actually requires the most energy to break down than any other macronutrient. So it requires more energy to break it down than it does carbs or fats. Protein is also going to support muscle mass. Having more muscle mass means burning more calories. And so more calories burned while eating and maintaining more muscle mass means more calories burned in a resting state, which means a technically higher metabolism. The third thing is going to be resistance training. I know I'm just like flying through these. This is going to be a fast episode, very straightforward and to the point. I want you to just understand like what your metabolism is and how you can actually influence your metabolism because there aren't any like quick fixes and your metabolism isn't broken or anything like that. And there's so much misinformation out there regarding the metabolism. And I don't think people necessarily realize what it truly is. So resistance training is the third thing because it builds muscle. At this point, I think you understand having more muscle means you're going to burn more calories throughout the day. You require a lot more energy throughout the day. So technically, the larger a person is, the more energy that they require throughout the day. More so if you're larger because you have more muscle mass. Now, I know women here are large and they think like bulky right off the bat. Not at all. But if you literally replaced like 10 pounds of body fat with 10 pounds of muscle, you would require a lot more energy throughout the day. You'd be able to get away with eating more food without gaining weight. And resistance training has actually been shown to raise the rate of your metabolism for up to 36 hours after training. So getting in a true resistance training session where you are essentially creating micro trauma to your muscles, that recovery process is going to require more energy from your body. So that's also going to improve your metabolism. And then when you have more muscle mass because you've broken it down and recovered and built muscle, you are going to require more energy. So lift more weights, burn more calories. And I talk about this in my Facebook group, but if you look at the difference between like cardio and resistance training, with resistance training, you're implementing something called progressive overload. So every week you should be pushing just a little bit harder. Weights should be getting a little bit heavier. You're adding in more reps, slowing down your tempo. Some kind of progressive overload is in place. Okay. Now cardio, let's just talk about like steady state cardio. If you do a 20 minute session of walking or on the elliptical, you only burn the amount of calories that you burn during those 20 minutes from that exercise session. Remember resistance training, you burn more up to 36 hours after that session. HIT is a little bit different. HIT is somewhat similar to resistance training in that way, but your body also adapts to it really quickly. So if you are a cardio bunny and you are somebody that does like 20 minutes on the elliptical three days a week, you do it at the same setting, same amount of time every week. Let's say you started this week. That's just, I'm just throwing out random numbers, okay? Let's say you burn 100 calories. Week two, you're gonna burn like 90 calories. Week three, you're gonna burn like 80 calories. Week four, you're gonna burn like 70 calories, okay? And those are not like accurate numbers whatsoever, but the point is your body adapts to cardio very, very quickly. So you're actually not getting as much out of the session if you're not incorporating some kind of progressive overload with your cardio. And I actually did an experiment on this recently myself 
where I was doing 30 minutes on the stair climber at the same level. And I was trying to build my aerobic base. So trying to stay within my zone two cardio level for that duration. So I found the level that I could do that at and I stayed at that level. I tracked it on my watch. The next week I did the same level. I was going to go in, do the same level, same amount of time and the amount of calories my watch said I burned. But you can compare it week to week just to see like intensity overall right? But don't correlate it with actual calories was less. My average heart rate was lower. And that was just one week to another, one session to another. And so the next week, I actually had to bump up my level to stay in that zone two level. So I was actually getting more out of the session. And so I was starting to see those adaptations within three weeks of doing cardio that I wanted because my goal was a cardio-based goal. I wanted to improve my overall aerobic base. And I was doing that very quickly. So your body adapts very, very quickly to cardio. And that's why in terms of burning calories and like metabolic efficiency, resistance training is going to be more optimal. I would not use the gym or any form of exercise as a form of burning calories. But if you want an improved metabolism, you want to have more muscle mass, you want better body composition, I definitely recommend resistance training above anything else. And then you can incorporate things like HIT and a step goal and some cardio because it is great for your health. And I think too many people on the internet have demonized cardio at this point. You should be incorporating some of it. But if all you're doing is cardio, you may be doing yourself a disservice overall in terms of your metabolism as well as more water. And this seems really simple, but a hydrated cell is an anabolic cell. Okay, it's also shown that when you drink water, you technically raise your metabolism for like the next 20 minutes. So you're burning more calories. Not that I would say like drink more water, burn more calories or anything like that. But it is overall helpful as overall helpful for monitoring or managing your appetite. And hydration is just overall important when it comes to overall health and well being and it actually will impact your aerobic capacity. So even being dehydrated, I believe it's like 1% can impact your heart rate during cardio activities. So your heart rate might not be more elevated because the session is harder than it was last week. It might be because you need more water in your system. So most people should be drinking like 100 ounces of water per day. The general rule of thumb is drink when you're thirsty. And the Next thing you want to keep in mind is if you are in a hot or humid area, you want to make sure that you're drinking more water. And then for every hour of exercise, I believe it's you want to add 20 ounces of water. And then if you're sweating, you're working a hard job, you're sweating more, stuff like that, you want to be drinking more water. So for the most part, half your body weight in ounces is a good starting point. Most people will need more than that. The next thing, which is probably the most underrated piece of improving your metabolism, is going to be sleeping enough. Okay, so all these other things don't really matter because if you're not sleeping enough, it's going to impact literally everything else. You're going to have really crappy training sessions. You're not going to be recovering very well, which means you're not going to be putting on muscle mass very well. We're not doing those things. We're not improving our metabolism. So it is crucial to sleep around seven hours or more for muscle growth and repair, your energy levels, and it helps control and manage cravings, which is huge for a lot of you. We all have them. We all deal with them. Sleep is going to impact that the most. Now, 
I say get more sleep because it's free, but I also understand there are parents out there that are struggling to get enough sleep. So don't be afraid of naps. I say this to clients all the time because we work with night shift workers and people with really wacky, crazy schedules all the time. Okay, don't be afraid of taking naps. If it's going to impact your sleep the following night, then you might limit them, not take them too late in the day or depending on your schedule, too early, whatever. And you want to keep them at 90 minutes or less. Most people do really well with like a 30 to 45 minute nap. Anything longer than 90 minutes, you usually feel worse than when you went to take that nap. So if you have kids, if your schedule is just wacky, which is totally understandable, don't be afraid of taking naps. So these are really simple things, most of which you can start implementing now to improve your overall metabolism. So to kind of recap, eat enough food. Don't chronically diet. Don't spend the entire year dieting. Your body is not meant to be in a state of diet or a deficit 24-7, 365. Okay, short bouts of dieting, if you have a weight loss goal, are fine. We don't want to be spending our entire lives in that state of dieting, okay? Eat enough protein. Protein's crucial for muscle growth and it burns more calories than any other macro. Resistance training build more muscle. It also increases your metabolic rate for up to 36 hours after that training session. Drink water. This is so important for overall health and well-being, and it can also improve your metabolism and sleep enough because it's going to impact your overall energy, muscle growth and repair, and help manage things like cravings, which many of us struggle with. I know for myself, when I do not get enough sleep, the first change that I notice is a change in my cravings. I start to want more salty and sweet, hyper palatable foods when I don't get enough sleep. So don't be afraid of those naps. Get in enough sleep. Let yourself sleep if your schedule allows for it and take naps where you can. That is it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, leave a rating and a review. Give me some feedback. I'd love to hear feedback from you guys and share on social media. Make sure you tag me at Ambitious Coaching and I will chat at you guys next week.